Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome in to GC Live Foul Balls, Gamecock Central's very own baseball show. I'm your host, intern Joe Machico. With me, as always, my co-host, the one, the only, Mr. Jack Veltry. Jack, how are we doing on this fine Thursday evening? Joe, doing good, man. Doing good. Always look forward to the show and uh, thankful to be back on. So it's uh, always a good time talking baseball. Yeah, absolutely. South Carolina off to a 5-0 and start this season. Um, just wrapped up the two midweek games um, where they won with a run rule. Um, Jack, you you were at the first one on Tuesday. Walk me through what you saw from the Gamecocks in the midweek. I saw a team that, you know, obviously they need to win these midweeks and they took care of business in both. But uh, more in-depth details, I, I think Eddie Copper pitched really well. Uh, he went four innings and threw 70 pitches, giving up one hit. And you got to remember, he is, uh, you know, a freshman new on the scene with this team and stuff. And, you know, in his first outing, he pitched on uh, opening day and was quickly pulled uh, right after Eli Jones and struggled, right? And uh, he said after after the game on uh, – it was it was Tuesday, I asked him kind of what was Friday like. And he said Eli Jones came up to him, gave him a hug after the game and stuff. And a bunch of the guys texted him kind of saying like, hey – you know, it's all right. First game jitters. It happens. Uh, you're going to be all right. And uh, you're not giving the confidence to go back out there uh, on Tuesday. And the coaching staff also had the confidence in him to go out there and do what he had to do. And he pitched really well. Looked like a typical midweek kind of start that you want. A few innings out of your guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he really set the tone for the game. And then, obviously, the offense uh, winning on a run rule. And uh, I think the big standouts for me offensively were – Talmadge Lee Croy finally got his first homer of the year and was a triple away from the cycle, I believe. And then uh, Tyler Causey, uh, what a what a good what a good addition he's been going the other way and hitting a uh, hitting a, a two run homer the other day. And uh, he's been awesome for this team. Had four RBIs on that Tuesday game. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was just about as good of a uh, game as you could have asked for. Yeah, Causey was great on Tuesday, and then Lee Croy being a triple away from the cycle was also wild. Um, so yeah, really, really big offensive outpouring on Tuesday. We saw more of the same on Wednesday, obviously, um, Cole Messina, the moose going deep. If you're Gamecock home run tracker, I got to catch up on that. Um, you know, once we dive into sec play crossover season has obviously been a little hectic, but yeah, the moose coming through clutch last night. Um, and then Matthew Becker, five strikeouts through two innings looked really, really darn good last night. 
I don't think he's going to pitch this weekend. Kingston also said in his presser last night, that's probably not going to be the case since he pitched last night. So um, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, I'm, I'm assuming they'll go Eskew, um, you know, but as, you know, Becker returns to health and stuff, it'll be interesting to look at that starting rotation. And Jack, we'll get into some of that speculation. Um, let's talk about this weekend series, opening weekend against Miami of Ohio. Pretty big sweep. Um, you got it done in, in pretty sweet fashion, no? Yeah, that was a uh, great series, and we touched on it on uh, the walkthrough a little bit, uh, but we can go back through it a little bit. I think what you basically saw was uh, everything you needed to see. Uh, the hitting was, at times, it was a little bit of a struggle, uh, right? They had a few bases loaded situations on Friday and couldn't cash in, um, but eventually they go on to score double digits in the next two games. Uh, and then your pitching, I think, was the real big standout, and um, I think – you got everything you needed to, right? Uh, your rotation looked good. Your bullpen was pretty solid. I think there were a few guys who definitely struggled a little bit. Eddie Copper uh, comes to mind as one from Friday. Um, and there, there's there's a few others. But for the most part, it was good. Ty Good was awesome over the weekend. Uh, Roman Kimball finally coming back. And you throw the no-hitter on Sunday, the combined no-hitter, uh, the eighth, I believe, in program history and first since 2013. So, that in itself was pretty cool. I mean, look, it was seven innings, but, I mean, honestly, like, a no-hitter is a no-hitter. Um, and, yeah, I think it was a overall really productive weekend. Obviously, you'd like a few more guys in the lineup to get going. Um, but I think it's only five games into the year now, guys, and I think you can't all be hot at once, I don't think. Uh, some guys are going to struggle, and eventually I think the guys that are struggling right now uh, will get it going, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, I mean, Sunday, the door was shut by Roman Kimball. Um, you know, he looked great also, you know, obviously um, him and Becker were both dealing with similar issues. Um, Kimball was ready to go before Becker, um, obviously, because this happened before. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kimball looks great. He's exactly what you want for a Sunday starter, right? You know, he's 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 a little crazy. He's, he, he hypes up the team. He's got a pregame speech, which is nuts um, being down on the field for that for the midweeks. Um, you know, he, he brings a lot of energy as well. Um, watch out for him to be the Sunday guy that, you know, will go and get you a series win if you need it, um, you know, especially in the SEC play. He looks ready to go, um, and, you know, his stuff looked great on Sunday. What's his pregame speech looking like? I mean, he just kind of runs around, and, and, you know, they all circle up around him. He starts yelling, you know, telling them how much better they are than everyone else and, you know, how they're not going to get beat today, uh, and then grab somebody, yells at him. It's pretty good, man. I, I'm, I was certainly ready to run through a brick wall after standing on the outside, kind of shooting it. Um, so it was pretty, pretty awesome stuff. We'll have to get you know his take on it here soon as the season yeah. progresses. We'll start to have some of these guys on. Totally, totally. And what's up with their what's up with their uh, their home run celebration? Because I had someone bring it up. A friend brought it up to me yesterday. And Joe, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but when they do the little, you know, like the, like uh, the hand gesture. Uh, when they hit a home run, apparently it's like a WWE uh, Randy Orton type thing. Yeah. Like this. You have a, yeah. You have a, it's, you it is, it's a move. I don't necessarily know the, the Randy Orton move, but the, the home run celebration, they do have a belt um, championship yeah, belt. Agent Cromer brought it. Yeah. For the last two. Yeah. But no, this team, I, again, they have a lot of fun and winning, winning is fun in general. Uh, but this team knows how to do it. Uh, do it right with all the celebrations and gimmicks and all that. So it's, it's a good time for South Carolina baseball right now. It's early. Uh, you know, I mean, they're really in the the series and games that they should win, no problem. Um, we'll, 
next week will be interesting when they go play Clemson. But uh, for right now, good times are, are rolling. Yeah, obviously next weekend is the big series against Clemson. You know, we'll find out what this team is really made of. And granted, it is really early still in the season as well. Um, but I think Clemson comes as, as you know, a perfect temperature gauge on, on how hot this team is going into it and how, how they're going to look during uh, SEC play as well. So that's a big thing. Um, Jack, I did want to talk about we'll, – we'll break down the, the pitching here real quick. Who I mean, Eskew obviously getting the go this weekend, but when everyone's healthy and Becker's returned to health, like how do you see this weekend rotation going? Yeah, so the weekend rotation, if you haven't seen yet, guys, uh, is the exact same as last weekend. Eli Jones Friday, uh, Dylan Eskew Saturday, and uh, Roman Kimball Sunday. Uh, when everyone's fully healthy – See, that's, that's the dilemma, right, is that you have a lot of good arms that could go out there and definitely pitch uh, on, a, on any given weekend and uh, not enough spots, unfortunately, for everyone. So mm, by the time SEC play rolls around, I don't know. I feel like Eli Jones is definitely your one. If he continues on this track, he's definitely the one. Uh, the number two for me, I really like Roman Kimball, man. I, I think his stuff is dynamite. I think it's uh, – I mean, look, he had five strikeouts um, in two innings the other day. And granted, so did Matthew Becker. So it's like it, it, it draws out there. I think both of them do struggle with walks. Uh, how, how did how did Becker do with walks yesterday, by the way? I mean, I think he walked one or two guys. It wasn't too bad. Um, he, he did put some guys on the bases, but the strikeouts is really what kind of set it. Um, you know, he, he battled and, you know, did well. And that's kind of how Becker's always been to um, just from watching him over the years now that he's a junior. Um, has been, you know, the uh, the base running issues that he lets guys get on via walks and second chance opportunities, basically, and stuff. Um, so if he minimizes that, he's going to be really good. And obviously, he's got wicked stuff on the mound. But so does Kimball. And Kimball, you know, the big thing with Tommy John is that, you know, your first outing back, you're not really worried about command. You're worried about just being back out there and um, pitching again. And he had three walks the other day. Uh, that's something you got to work on. And SQ struggled with walks as well. Um, but right now, in a short answer, if I'm guess, guessing for SEC play, Jones, Kimball, Becker. I think having the lefty in there um, in the weekend rotation really just mixes it up a bit. And it's not it's not it's not a knock against Eskew. I think he's a great pitcher. Yeah, but, you need a lefty. Uh, but I, I mean, we haven't seen enough from him yet to really know like what he's all about, right? And you could say the same thing about Kimball, but Kimball has pitched. Uh, on the biggest stage for, you know, he pitched with Notre Dame, the college world series and stuff. And um, I think his potential is higher. Uh, his ceiling is higher than uh, Becker or SQ. So I think eventually Kimball's got the stuff for a Friday night guy. So, um, you know, you really don't have a bad option, but I think that would eventually be how the rotation would pan out. Yeah, absolutely. And no, I agree just simply because of, you know, Becker being a lefty, you, you do have to factor him into the weekend rotation. Um, ask you what you've seen from him has been great, right? You, you expect him to either be an arm out of the bullpen, a really good arm out of the bullpen. If, you know, Becker comes up or, um, you know, I, I do expect him to, I mean, you'll start a couple of midweeks, but I think he's more valuable out of the bullpen in that case. And then, you know, he's also going to help you down the road as well. You know, his time at South Carolina is far from done. Yeah, totally. Totally. I think, I mean, like I said before, they have a ton of good options and that's not even including some of the guys that haven't even cracked the rotation. I think Ty Good is another arm that I originally thought was going to be a, maybe a midweek starter, maybe a Sunday starter. Um, but 
obviously right now he's kind of uh, one of the the big guys out of the bullpen, and he can get you out of jams and stuff. He's kind of proven to do that so far. And uh, you know, it's 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 just you have a lot of options, but again, you only have so many spots. And you know, for a guy like Eskew, who I think is uh, very has been very good to start the year through one start. Obviously, we'll see how he does on Saturday, but um, I mean, just. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's tough because you really got to pick out your best guys. And if look, if, if one guy's doing one other thing right, um, you know, maybe it's like less walks or something. You, you got to go with them, and that's kind of the way it is. And I think having Becker as that lefty uh, definitely helps in the rotation long term. No, absolutely. And you know, I think that's you know a pretty good segue into our. Players of the week. Um, we're about halfway through the show, so Jack, um, we'll start with the pitching because we're segueing off of you know the pitching conversation. But who would your pitcher of the week? And we'll, we can factor in the midweeks, but uh, yeah, yeah. Who you got? I'm gonna yeah, I'll, I'll look at it from a midweek perspective. Um, I'm gonna go Eddie Copper. I think his um, just 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 so, just solely off of midweeks. I think his return his. Um, you know, his second outing was obviously a lot better than his first. Um, you know, it's tough going out there as a freshman, um, even on opening day with a couple thousand people in the stands and all that uh, against a, a no-name team. But it's it's tough because you're nervous, you're excited. There's a lot of things going on in your head, and it's tough to control it. So I think anyone in that kind of situation might feel the same way he did. And uh, the way he responded was definitely big. And I, I could totally see him being a uh, – a midweek, uh, you know, hidden gem the rest of the year. But also, let's give a small shout out to a guy like Tyler Pitzer, who honestly, mm-hmm. the stuff that Matt Williams, the pitching coach, is doing with these guys, I mean, his breaking stuff looks good, man. I think that's something that you can definitely hang your head on is the the, the movement on some of these off-speed pitches is – it's like a wiffle ball. And that's uh, – yeah. for a freshman, that that's insane to think about. So small shout there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take a similar route. Um, I'm going to go with Becker just simply because. Um, well, actually, I'm going to go. Do, I'm going to do a co because I think yeah, you know yeah. Roman Kimball did well. Yeah, you, you got to give shout out to the Sunday guy. Both guys coming off of you know the lat in, injury, um, and you know there's also a very good argument for Eli Jones as well. He's going to get overshadowed a little bit because the you know the two other pitchers in this rotation, along with SQ, are you know flashier. There's better storylines. Eli Jones is Mister Consistency, but yeah, um, Roman Kimball, Matthew Becker, both coming off the lat injury, and you know showed why they are supposed to be where they're at. Right? If if the, if the lat wasn't an issue, they should be you know dominating hitters um, Saturday and Sunday. So shout out to both those guys again. I, I talked about Kimball at the talk, top of the show. Um, he's a madman, dude, um, and, and really gets the guys going. A good um, dugout guy, good morale guy as well. So um, when, when when he can play well, your team is a lot better. Um, and then, yeah, Becker as well. Five strikeouts through two innings. I can't remember Kimball's strikeout numbers off the top he of my had, head. He had five strikeouts to three walks, I believe. Yeah. So. That's pretty good. So, yeah, both guys, I mean, similar stat lines did well. Um, And then my guy out of the bullpen, I got Garrett Ganey um, coming in, just checking heat, Um, you know, really, really amped up guy as well. Um, You need guys like that out of the bullpen, somebody that can come in, um, you know, throw the fireball a little bit and, you know, celebrate it too because, you know, put put the fire out with more fire essentially is what Garrett Ganey's doing. You know, he looked good. This weekend, I'm interested to see how he progresses out of the bullpen. But when you can have another guy kind of like Veach, another junkyard dog in that bullpen, 
man, are you better as a baseball team? So, I mean, I, I kind of just listed five guys there, which kind of defeats the purpose of this segment, but you know, <laughs> it'll do. Hey, you know what? It's tough when you have so many options. And I think that really speaks to this pitching staff, right? Cause at the beginning of the year, we didn't know what the pitching staff was going to be. We thought maybe it's a bunch of no names and you're not sure what you're going to get out of them. But the fact this early in the year, you're getting such good outings in most of these guys. And I know yesterday they gave three home runs and stuff, but I think overall you got to be pleased with what you're seeing. So. Um, hold on. Joe. Oh, sorry, Mike was muted. I apologize. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's no, okay. So I, I'm going to take the clear and obvious one, uh, Ethan Petrie. We, it's it's crossover season, Jack. It, it's all blending together. So, but, so just um, to be, be clear, you're talking about hitter, hitter of the hitter week. Of the week. Yeah, transitioning into hitter of the week. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the clear and obvious, Ethan Petrie. Uh, you know, he's started off well. Um, you you know, he had two home runs in, in the last five games. So. Pretty big, uh, you know, and nobody nobody is pitching to this kid, right? Nobody at all. Um, so I think that's big, you know, doing with doing what he has with what what he's been pitched to. Um, pretty pretty exciting stuff from uh, you know the sophomore now. Yeah, sophomore slump, man. I guess so. Uh, let's see, hitter 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 of the week. Um, again, a lot of options. You know, I'm really high on. And I, maybe I picked him over the weekend. Who cares? Cole Messina. Uh, has really impressed me. Um, there was I, I tweeted about it yesterday. There was a ball he hit on Tuesday night um, in the, in, during the game. It was a long fly ball left field, went over the foul pole, um, landed. I don't know if it landed on a bounce or just straight up out of the stadium with without without a bounce. But he had a really long foul ball that I thought was gone, and uh, I think maybe he thought too. And he got like he got all of it, man. But it went foul. So he was due, and he had been hitting the ball really well. He's been hitting the ball well to all fields, especially right field, getting the getting the oppo taco working there. But, um, yeah, yesterday he hit the three-run homer and uh, gets South Carolina going, and he is definitely the perfect cleanup hitter for this team. I think – I said it again yesterday. I think he's honestly the best hitting catcher in the country. Um, you know, catchers in general, it's kind of hard to find good quality hitting ones, especially at his level. and. Um, you know, he's definitely going to be um, a real, you know, a real threat in this lineup, um, you know, any way you put it. Yeah, most definitely. I love the pick with the moose. Um, very big. Jay Diz says, happy with the pitching coach so far. I hate to go back to pitching here real quick, but we'll come back to the hitters. Jay Diz says, happy with the pitching coach so far. Guys look ready to go, and he doesn't wait to pull a guy if he doesn't have it going. Yeah, absolutely. And then to follow up on that too, Jay Diz, you know, he gave Eddie Copper a redemption chance in the midweek. Right. He didn't, you know, completely they're, they're far from giving up on Eddie Copper. Right. Just because of one bad appearance. And, you know, everyone in this staff seems to like it. Right. To all the players as well. So, um, Jay, does appreciate you pointing that out because that's a big one. Yeah, totally. Totally. Matt Williams, he definitely in the early going has not been afraid to pull the plug on some guys. And maybe it's also a Kingston decision as well. But at the same time, it's like. You know, when a guy's struggling, you can just throw another guy in there. That's that's the beauty of it. And I think, uh, you know, you, this is where – like we've said multiple times, 
this is where you definitely want to identify who your guys are and who's uh you know when push comes to shove who are you putting in there and so far i feel like we're finally figuring it out yeah, most definitely. But uh, going back to the hitter track with uh, with Moose a little bit, uh, you know, Tal Lequay didn't have the best of weekends. Um, this team drew a lot of walks too, as well. I was talking on 107.5 the game in the uh, Garnet or the Gamecock Central Hour, excuse me. Um, that you know, this team drew a lot of walks. They're being really selective um, at the plate, so I think that's one big thing. And you know, hitters aren't really going to stand out when when you are taking walks like that. You know, it's going to be hard to pick from a guy. Um, Tali Croy was one of those guys drew a couple walks this weekend and then really, really had a strong two midweek games. Um, obviously, as we mentioned, was a triple away from the cycle on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, again, you have a lot of options and we could have easily picked Tyler Causey too. But again, I think um, I think Tal definitely had a big uh, he had a big coming out party the other night. And um, again, if his defense can just lock down a little more, um, I think he's definitely improving. Uh, play, play, play good at the hot corner. It's a tough position. He's going to be an all around, really, uh, really big player for this team this year. Yeah, absolutely. He's just got to get confidence in the glove back, but, um, you know, really, really done well with the bat and going to be a very consistent force in this lineup. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jack, you want to hit some ads before we get some last thoughts? Let's do it. Absolutely. First ad today brought to you by our good friends over at Liberty Tax. Tax ID is an uncertain feeling you get right before doing your taxes, but you don't have to go through it alone. The tax team at Liberty Tax in Irmo, Lexington, and Columbia will walk you through the process, clear up any confusion, and guarantee you'll get the biggest possible refund or your money back. It's tax time. If you're in a hurry for your refund, call on the tax team at Liberty Tax. They're fast, accurate, and guaranteed. On the other hand, if you think you might be owing Uncle Sam, talk to the Liberty Tax team to make sure you're not paying more than you should owe. They'll find every possible deduction for you. Locally owned and operated, stop by tax professionals from your neighborhood. Open 99 on weekdays and 9 to 5 on Saturdays with multiple service options. Start through the Liberty Tax mobile app or through the desktop portal. Make an appointment or just walk in. Give a call to upload your tax documents. And when you come in, your return will be ready to review and sign. Give them a call on your screen right now. And for those listening, 803-462-5576. Once again, 803-462-5576 for all of your tax needs this tax season. Jack, our show is also brought to you by our good friend Clint Hammond of the Movement Mortgage Network. In need of help with your mortgage, call on our good friend Clint Hammond of the Movement Mortgage Network. He's been in the mortgage industry since 2003, which allows him to help everyone from the first-time home buyer to the complicated and complex jumbo buyer. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance, nothing is more important than a well-thought-out financial strategy that comes with five-star customer service. He's even helped out our very own Wes Mitchell and former Gamecock quarterback Perry North with their mortgages. So give our guy Clint a call. He's above us on all of our GC Live programming. Like I said, 803-771-6933. Once again, 803-771-6933. Jack, pretty big upcoming weekend. Uh, obviously, three home games against Belmont, I believe. Um, yep. you know, they should take care of business, um, roll through this one. But um, what have you got on, on Belmont before we get out of here? Yeah, not much, to be honest, just because, I mean, look, it's another. it's another – I'll put it this way. This is another serious South Carolina sweep. Uh, you got no no excuse not to sweep them. I think. Uh, look, it's another it's another small mid mid uh, mid major kind of team. Um, you know, last year, um, you know, last year was last year, and honestly, it's just um, you know South Carolina's got to do what they got to do best, and that is uh, you know scoring runs and um, moving runners over and hitting the long ball occasionally, um, and then pitching. I think you just uh, you've really got to continue to 
maximize your innings um, out of the guys that you can. You know, you don't have to get um, seven innings out of every guy in the rotation. You can get four. Ideally, I think you want five innings out of everyone in the rotation. But Roman Kimball, we'll see. He's probably going to be throwing maybe. We'll see. Maybe he goes four innings this upcoming weekend, depending on his pitch count. We'll see how that goes. Uh, with Eskew and Jones, I'm thinking six, seven innings out of both of them, I think. The key with Eskew specifically, get the walks down. Get the walks down. Defense help him out a little bit, and he will be able to really maximize those innings because, again, he only went five innings, and a lot of it had to do with his high pitch count. He was almost at 50 pitches through two innings. So, um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, again, I'm looking forward to – Another baseball weekend here, and again, this is a series that South Carolina should have no excuse but to sweep. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Um, no excuses but to sweep. My same same keys for me also um, for the non-con. It's the same thing, right? Get on base and then don't let people on base. Um, you know, the errors is another thing. It's it's the little things that, that are going to lose you these games. Um, and so you're obviously the better baseball team. So go out there, do everything you can to prove that. Um, and so I, 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 I have zero, or I, I have all the faith that this team can do this. I, I, I wasn't, <laughs> I was about to say I have zero faith. Right, no, I so I have all the faith that they're, they're more than capable of, uh, of doing such things, um, at Founders Park this weekend. The sweep, you know, should be in order. Just got to take care of business, clean it up on the base pass and stuff. Um, no errors. Don't, don't let anybody on. And you should be just fine. So I'm um, yeah. looking forward to see how that turns out at Founders Park this weekend. I will be out there with the camera for two games. Jack will Absolutely. be out there as well. Um, yep. We'll have plenty of content and have it all covered for you. Yeah. All of yep. the action this weekend. Yep. And first pitch tomorrow is 4 o'clock on Saturday. We got 2 o'clock. Joe and I will both be there uh, for those two games. And then Wednesday, I'll be back. Or, I'm sorry, Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Sunday, one th- or 1.30 against Belmont. Um, so yeah, yeah, man. another, another, another busy weekend, but Hey, this is your, uh, this is one of your last, uh, test runs before Clemson. And then it, uh, it's going to get pretty serious. So it's, yeah, I know. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see it. We'll see it. We'll see how it goes, uh, leading up to Clemson, obviously first real test. And then, uh, we, we head to the sec for basketball. So that, that'll be fun too. A lot of, a lot of fun content coming up for sure. Absolutely. Well, that was another good show, man. So. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate everyone joining us on this Thursday night for GC Live Foul Balls. We will be coming at you again next week. Um, Stay tuned for the walkthrough this Sunday. Um, Should be a pretty good episode as well. So appreciate everyone tuning in and have a great evening. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.